0: I was thinking about what does middle age what does middle age look like today? I do think it is we're much we're much more independent. I think we're younger in terms of our attitudes, our outlook. Um, and I do, I was thinking why. And then I was thinking about the fashion, the music, film. It brings you together because there's a yes. commonality, isn't yeah. it? It draws you. There's a there's a common, there's a commonality and there's a common point. Mm-hmm so you're much more relevant. Welcome to Aging with Grace, mostly disgracefully, with me, Grace Fodor. It's a show for women in midlife who are unapologetically neither over the hill nor invisible. Nobody puts baby in the corner. In each episode, Katie and I have honest and inspirational conversations that challenge the status quo and reframe outdated stereotypes. We're celebrating age, wearing it loudly and proudly, with real topics, fresh perspectives and total transparency. No subject is taboo. In episode 5 of Ageing with Grace, Mostly Disgracefully, with me Grace Bodal. We're asking, where are all the midlife models? Why we're not represented in advertising by the very brands trying to sell to us? And should the phrase, real women, be gone for good? Welcome, everybody, to this week's show, Aging with Grace. Or disgracefully. As we like to put it. So today, we're talking about models and modeling and here is one I made earlier. <laughs> um, but the question is, why don't we see enough mature models and models over 50? And it was prompted by Kathy Jacobs, who's 58. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was part of a campaign for Sports Illustrated. Is she the oldest model that they've ever had or not? She's the oldest model they've used in a campaign. Right. Um, and it was a really good, it was really inclusive. It had a a range of different women and ages and body shapes and all of it. Mm -hmm. And when I thought about it, I thought, this is great. This is fantastic. This is what we need. But it made my heart sink a little bit because I thought, why do we have to do this? And why do we have to make such a song and dance over it? And it cut the press Loved it. They're so inclusive and they've got a 58-year-old model and New York Times covered it. And I just thought, why do we have to talk about
1: it? We shouldn't have to talk about it. We definitely shouldn't have to celebrate it because it should be happening. Yeah. Anyway, this was one of my things um, that I commented on the other day. Why is um, including an older woman, particularly, such a thing that you've got to so make a song newsworthy. and dance. Yeah, why, is, why have you got to make a song and dance about it? If you are a great company, a great band, brand, brand with great marketing, you should just be doing this anyway. Yeah. You should, if, if, if your product appeals to a wide range. Why can I not speak right now? <laughs> Hang on, let me just put my teeth in. <laughs> if your brand actually appeals to a wide range of women, Why are you not showing them in your marketing? Absolutely. That's just good business sense to me. So I don't understand why it gets so much attention.
0: Because it's not being done and it's not being done well. And the other side of that, if you're marketing a brand, so you know my big thing is the beauty industry, anti-aging, anti-wrinkle, anti-10 years younger, all this sort of stuff. marketing products aimed, designed for mature skin. Mm-hmm. So whether that's 40, 50 or above, or an anti-wrinkle cream. Yeah. Oh, let's use a 25-year-old mm-hmm. model. And it's so wrong. And actually, not only is it wrong, for me, as the target audience, mm-hmm. that they are trying to sell to, I actually find it insulting. Yeah. I'm a mature, sophisticated, intelligent I like to think I am, woman. And I'm like, do you think I'm gonna buy into that ad? It actually insults me. And I just think, what what are they doing?
1: What is is fashion, beauty, this doing? It didn't hit me until I was 40. I was in that hairdresser salon. They gave me a magazine. I'm going through this magazine. The magazine's aimed at me. Everything in the magazine is aimed at me. And every single model in the big fashion ads was probably under 25, at max 30. And up until then, it had never bothered me at all. It just I didn't even pay attention. It just went over my head. And then all of a sudden I went, this is really pissing me off. In fact, you are putting me off your Absolutely. brand. And now I actually, I make a point and I, I feel this strongly about it, I make a point to go in the opposite direction if a brand is purposely trying to market to me with a twenty three year old doesn't got do nothing it. against twenty three year olds obviously um, but it will put me off a brand and I will go elsewhere
0: yeah, because I think it it's not authentic mm-hmm. and I feel because i I do feel insulted, but I don't feel respected and I don't feel appreciated and I did write another big article on this and it I will respond and react to advertising with 23, 25, 28 year models in it. So I don't want to, just because I'm, you know, 54, all the ads have to have 50-year-old women's no. in it. That's not relevant. And actually, I'd find that just as yes. insulting. Yeah. But if it's a fashion brand and it's a really, you know, amazing way to wear a beautiful dress, I'm like, oh, I like that dress. It, it's on trend. So for me, it's about, the right model for the product mm-hmm. with it has to be authentic. Yeah. And we are seeing, aren't we? Absolutely. More inclusivity. Mm-hmm. It's a big trend, isn't it, across the board, including aging models. And call me a little bit cynical, I sometimes wonder whether we've got to be seen to do that. hmm we have to tick that box. And I think you can tell, can't you, the brands that are doing it authentically and the brands who aren't, yeah. and the ones that go, oh, look at us, we've got a 50-year-old model, or you know, we've got a size 22 in our ads. They don't do that when they put a 22-year-old. So it goes back to what you say. Why are you telling the world? Why do you feel there's a need? You haven't got brownie points because you know what? You should have been
1: doing it long before. Good business sense. I'm in two minds about this because obviously this is my profession and also I am target market. So I need to put a different hat on because from a model's point of view, I wouldn't be working as a model if older models weren't required. So... It's definitely changing and I didn't start modeling until I was 41. So um, there's, def- there's, there's a market and there are clients that are very definitely using older models. This is wonderful. Um, it's not changing quick enough, in my opinion. Mm. I could do with some more work if anyone wants to give me <laughs> some, um, but also I often find it's great. Um, I don't know if I need to explain this, but there's like two sides of modeling. So there's like a commercial side of modeling so you might be in the B&Q catalogue. You'll be the woman in the kitchen. Um, you'll be the woman having a coffee with her friends and that kind of thing. Bit stereotypical. It sort is, of like. But that's great. That's, I love that work. The other side is obviously the more fashion editorial. That's where I feel they very selectively use older models. The commercial side are, are used to it. I think that's where the bulk of the older models get their their work, but the fashion editorial catwalk, to me, like you only see an older lady on a catwalk if she is 70, 80, 90. Yeah, they're making a And they're making a real statement and they want to shock and they want to make the papers. Do you get many 40, 50 year olds on a catwalk? And I personally don't think you do. Um, And that's where they're missing a trick. An editorial. OK, if you're in a magazine that is purely aimed at the over 50s, then chances are you will now get a model. But what about the adverts in that magazine? Yeah, absolutely. Not so much. Like, and the high-end brands, not so much. So the commercial wor- world, I think, has really cottoned on to this. We need yeah, to show. Yeah, and I'm going to question the that. commercial
0: side okay. a little bit because... I find it very, very stereotypical yeah. because, obviously, you know, Studio Ten we're formulated for mature skin, so we use models forty and above. Mm-hmm. But and we do our shoots, but sometimes we go to libraries where we're looking for images to. And honestly, Katie, if I type in middle age, oh, I know what you're going to say right? now. <laughs> The photos that come through are so out of date, mm. right? They So the commercial side, we've seen the B&Qs and we've seen all that. But when they put a 50-year-old or 55-year-old, it's so dated. It's so not representative yeah, of me. And I find that... So yeah, great. They've used a you know a, a mature model, but the way that they have dressed that model, the way that she's in position, the way all of it, the whole, all of it is so stereotypically um, out of date. Can I just say? And that winds me up I get because it. I'm like,
1: I'd never buy by that. That that I'm too young for that. We have to, on lots of commercial jobs, provide the wardrobe. Do you? Yes, yes. Because lots of people say, do you get to keep the clothes? And I'm like, yes, because they're mine. <laughs> but, but what often happens? Well, what I've got at home is I have a wardrobe of clothes that I wear. And then I have a small wardrobe that is my work wardrobe. Because I would never wear those clothes on a day-to-day basis. There's my point. So I do know that the, my very first test, so I was 41 and I went along to get some photographs taken for my portfolio, which of course we all have to have. And um, so I took along a lot of my favorite clothes and um, and then a few other bits. They had given me like, take along this, this, and this. And I turned up and the photographer and the stylist went, what are we meant to do with this, Katie? This is not very commercial, and, oh, and, and but it's real. But it's it's real. So it's this is what I wear as this woman. But I learned really, really quickly that no, you you have to have a pair of beige trousers. Now I love beige trousers, but you know, quite uniform, specific beige trousers, and very plain. I understand the whole thing about we don't want big logos. You're not advertising yeah, the logo, so the stuff like that. But very plain, very simple, very conservative. Very, in many ways, dated and boring yeah. clothes, which is fine because I've got this wardrobe. Oh, I've got that job. That's fine. Yeah, but I it's not. It I don't think but, it's fine for us as a society looking at those images. Shall I tell you the other reason why it's done? Because I am. I'm just defending it just slightly a bit, but I, I am with you in that it doesn't represent what I would wear on a day to day basis. I think so let's just say if I'm if I'm in. If I'm in, I don't know, let's just say the kitchen, but I'm wearing a dress like this, people are going to be looking at my dress. They're not going to be looking at what they're meant to be looking at in the advert. So with commercial modeling, it's not about the model. The model is meant to sort of enhance and bring it to life and put it in a real life environment. But they're not meant to dominate the scene. And some, of my, totally outfits, agree with that, some right? of my outfits, you know, if I put all my bangles on or put my big earrings on, people will be going, oh, I like her earrings. Oh, I wonder where she got those from, rather than paying attention to the ad. So that's the one thing I will say in its defense. We are meant to just sort yeah, of fade into the background. Any
0: form of advertising, what you're selling is aspiration. Yes. Right. And yeah. part of it is being able to see yourself in that environment right yeah so if you take the white company i love the white company they are absolute masters of advertising their clothes are white yeah they're white 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 more white bit of gray a tiny little bit of gray but those adverts are so stylized they're so aspirational even when they do their their bed shots it's Mm -hmm. like i want that bed. i want to be in that bed (laughs) it's aspirational so for me, that doesn't quite work. So let's say it's, I don't know, B&Q and they're selling their outdoor patio Ooh. garden furniture. If I look at that shot, the model is part of how that table's dressed, the cushions, the accessories, and I can't identify with it. And I look at it and I feel that's dull and that's boring. It's yes. Definitely not aspirational. It doesn't inspire me, then they've lost out. Mm. Then you take the white company, they're, you know they're, they're, all of their shots are so beautifully done, they're aspirational, and I want to recreate that, yeah, so I think it can still have a negative effect, and what makes advertising work is seeing yourself I know in, in it, yeah, and if you can't, because you're like, if, if you think that is me. <laughs> And then, yeah, and it has changed. And I think that's the thing is what middle age looks like today is completely different to any other age we've been in. And I don't think we've got that picture. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the problem. What does it look like today? Yeah, certainly doesn't look like, you know, my mother's generation. So what is it today? And it is, not younger, but it is it's younger in spirit mm-hmm. and mind. It's it is more fashion conscious, it's
1: it's just looks. That's, I don't yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. I've had these conversations on some jobs. So say if the marketing manager has been there on the shoot or whatever. And um, I have said very politely, do you think this is how middle-aged women now dress, and yeah, obviously there are some that do. I said, but the, everyone that I know and everyone that you're trying to target with this ad wouldn't be seen dead Yeah, absolutely. In, in, the, in this. And I, I do feel, I mean, my background's also in marketing. Before I was a model, I think in many ways the marketing mindset- Hasn't changed. Hasn't grown or changed as quickly as we have. Does that make sense? Mm. So it, I don't know. But, but yet that can change overnight. I do think that can change. That shouldn't be a slow thing. You know, I like think, when we often talk about mindsets take time to yeah. change. I think that can change. Yeah, it's interesting because I think the principles of
0: marketing are the same. Like, you know, so for an advert, you need to draw someone in so they can see themselves mm-hmm. in that blah, 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 blah. I think the issue comes back to the value and the currency, the equity that age has in society. And we talk about this a lot, don't we? We live in an age-sist society. Beauty has no value because beauty is associated with youth. Mm-hmm. Beauty has no real relevance. All the negatives around age and middle age is a negative. And I think... And also driven maybe by the beauty industry, especially with anti-aging, anti-wrinkle, 10 years younger, 20 years younger, that just builds that real negative currency to it. So if you're running an ad campaign and you're targeting women who are middle-aged who feel this internal pressure and desire to be younger, I want to look younger, I want to feel younger, I want to be younger, in fact, I want to be 10 years younger, 10 years younger, 10 years younger, they're not going to use a 50-year-old model, are they? Yeah. They're going to use a 25-year-old, because then you go, yeah, that's what I want to look like. Mm. So it's like a self-fulfilling I know. prophecy, isn't it? So I can see why they wouldn't want to, but they're part of the reason why we have this stereotype these outdated really outdated images of what beauty is beauty is and Uh, then middle age and
1: age but as we've just said marketing is all about aspiration i have so many friends that are my age and older that work as models they are super aspirational, and I think it's so very wrong to think that we can only aspire. I mean, we, I know us two personally don't agree with that, but that anyone, you see, for me now to see a fifty-five-year-old woman who's beautiful, she's she's still a model, she's still beautiful, she's yeah. still aspirational. But I'm going to go. God, I want to look like her. It's oh, it, it does drive me insane that we we can only see youth and. In beauty in youth, it, sorry, it It does. It really gets on my wig.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, but it's true that, you know, beauty, fundamentally beauty, is reserved for the young. Mm. And we know, you know, I say all the time, beauty is ageless. And it is, you know, there's so much more to beauty. And also, beauty isn't just on the outside, it isn't just, you know, Beauty's on the inside as much as the outside. Mm. Beauty is confidence. And and I love, you know, there's there's a big shift and movement, isn't there, around grey and going grey. And there are some absolutely stunning, amazing grey models who are wearing it, loving it, rocking it. Um, There are ageing, you know, some real iconic influencers and models um, you know, into their 70s, into their 80s. And I look at their images, um, Icon Accidental, I look at her images and the way that she's styled for some of the shoots and they're really, really super cool. Mm. They could be the media, fashion, Yeah, you know, really quite urban, super, super cool. And I love it. It mm. inspires me and I aspire to, and I'm like, great she's got you know really modern on trend clothing and that's the other thing it's like just because you're 90 doesn't mean you can't wear you know you've got to be in the you know the gray the gray the gray and the gray beige no i don't want to be beige in my life no i know so it is it is definitely starting to change i i am a little bit cynical as I said, when brands make a big song and dance about it, yeah, yeah look at us, we've got a 58-year-old model. Yeah, and? And this is you know, what I mean. Do you come be- out going, yeah, we've got a 22-year-old model in this? I'm just like, it's it's almost, I don't know if they're playing lip service or they've got a tick box or... I think it's more, a lot of the time it's and like... And I wouldn't boast about it because that would mean I haven't been doing it up to that yeah. point in time. So, you know, I'd keep
1: quiet and... And under the radar, and they, I, I do believe they're trying to get column inches. They're trying to get shock yeah. value, and it's like the lady you were talking about that, that's super, super urban dressed. That's great, but why isn't? Why aren't we seeing that anyway. every day? And yeah, anyway, why is she? Why are we so like amazed at her? And I'm mm. not putting her down in particular. I'm saying, but. Because there's lots of us that dress and we've got our trainers and we can go and get the mm. right photographer and the right makeup artist that's going to style mm. us in that way. Let's just, oh, and This is, I think we've finally, we've like touched on a topic that I'm like, obviously it's very personal to me, but it keeps blowing my mind. Mm. Because in one way I'm very grateful I'm working as a model at my age because um, I've seen lots of models retire, um, you know, in their 20s. And they're starting to come back because they're like seeing, oh, wow, I can come back. There's 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 a job for me. So it's great that it is improving and it is getting better. And as I say, I'm grateful for every to. single job mm. that I get. But at the same time, my brain keeps expl- uh, exploding at the fact that it's not it's not where it should be. Absolutely. Because it's we're like, still making um, this song and dance.
0: Isabella Rossellini. Rossellini. So when she was 49, I think it was, because mm. she, she was the face Lancome. of Lancome, Yeah. and that was the end of her career. And obviously she didn't fit the beauty yes. image of, you know, that, that beauty stereotype. Um, and then she came back, yeah. didn't she? A yeah, couple did. of years ago at 69, I think it was, mm. or 70. And I just thought, that is great, yeah. that is what we need. But like you, I'm like, it should always have been like that. And then again, I'm wondering if it's, are they genuine or are they doing it for those column inches to go, oh, look at us. And as I, in my sort of brand life, when I talk to companies about rebranding and they go, we want to tell the world we've rebranded. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't want to tell the world you've rebranded because it's almost as though everything that's gone before mm, wasn't right wasn't or is not good or... enough. Yep. So you just keep it quiet. You do think, and things obviously, brands as well, they they grow and they develop and it's organic. But it's the same, you know, it's, yeah, we've got a 69-year-old model. I wouldn't boast about it because you should have actually really been yeah. doing that that and whole time.
1: She's just a beautiful woman and you could have been using her. And okay, I yeah. Through her whole... Yeah. Life. I mean, you might like, want to swap in a different model at some point. I get that. Absolutely. But don't get rid of her because of her age. Exactly. Get rid of her because she's been there for five and years and people, been, people aren't noticing her face anymore because they keep seeing it. Yeah. So let's have a brand new face and then bring yeah, her back. Yeah, you have or, lots of different yeah. faces and lots of different ambassadors. Yeah. But
0: what would have been nice is, and she was the face of Longcom for quite years. M- many years, yeah. it would have been nice to have kept her as part of the Longcom. Family. Family. Because also, as she's age, so has the long-com customer. Because. So, what are you doing? It's like, you're 49. Sorry, love, you're out because you don't fit the the stereotype. Did she stay till 49? I think it was 49. I can't remember. younger than that. Yeah, maybe it was 39. I don't know, actually. We should check out. I should check my facts. (laughs) But if it's 39, that makes it even worse. But all of those loyal customers who have grown with her, and then beyond that age mm. they're not you're not treating them respectfully yeah. or authentically and that's that's my issue with like this whole subject so I'm a little bit like you I'm excited mm. but I'm very very
1: cynical yeah that makes sense i think just talking about like people like isabella in the 90s remember the supermodels and i was You know, I wanted to be a model. I wasn't a model. I wanted to be a model. I was just mildly obsessed with the 90s supermodels. I thought they were just beautiful. And and you know what? You know, we always talk about seeing people like that makes you feel bad about yourself. It never made me feel bad about myself. I just thought they are a bunch of beautiful women. Mm. And as you said about Isabella, she was a bit older than me. But I still used to see those adverts and go, you're absolutely beautiful. And it's funny how, whenever we have a chat, you always make me look at something (laughs) differently, which is great, because I love that. And just to think, if I had been a bit closer to her age and was a Lancome Lancome customer, and then all of a sudden they ditched her as if to say, right, you're too old. Because it it was quite public, wasn't it? You're too old. Yeah, We're we're going, that, if I had been closer to my forties at the time, would have put me off. I'm sure it would have put me off. Mm. I've gone, well, she's the face. And and I've gone with her because I've loved absolutely. and I've loved watching her grow. And you could have done so much with that. You could have had S- her so with much. someone, either her real child or someone pretending to be her child. Yeah. As a mom. I still use it. Yeah, absolutely. You, do you know what I mean? You could have, it would have been a wonderful campaign. But anyway, at least they got her back in the end. Yeah, but did they do Ooh. it? That's what I, with... Well, did they do it for the genuinely,
0: right genuinely, and yes. authentically? Yes. And from that perspective, that's where I'm cynical. Yes, if that makes sense. So, I think it's time to go to I Sharon. No,
2: um, I was just uh, reading something that came in actually early on in the week. Uh, Lana said my role model is my 80-year-old mother, who I took out the lunch last week, and she was wearing snake print trousers and a pair of trainers, and she looked absolutely fabulous. Oh, so that was really sweet. But um, do you
1: not think, like, if we saw her walking down the street, we'd be like, look at her. Again, her. she would stand out. Yeah, I'd probably say something yeah. to her. And I don't want that. I want enough yes, that to enough be the people. People. I want that to be normal. Yeah, and trainers, completely. come Cambridge, on, ladies, they're comfortable. The yeah. They're comfortable. We should all be wearing trainers yeah. at all ages.
2: I think we should all tell each other that we look great. Oh, God, okay. well, I love that. Yeah. There's nothing more exciting than another woman saying. Yes. I love your dress. You look you amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did I tell you, I'm sure I've told you this about the woman I told in the supermarket and I did tell her she looked absolutely amazing but then we kept crossing in the aisles and then it started to become a bit uncomfortable because I think she felt that I was stalking. stalking. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hi again. you <laughs> we'll my trolley. So just, just bear in mind where you're going to say it to someone. Are you going to keep seeing them? Yeah. <laughs> but what you said is right though, isn't it? It's
0: like, it should be the norm. Yes. It should be the norm. And, of course, the other side of that is... Oh, look at her. Yeah. Who, Who does, Who she, does think she think she is? Who does she think she is? She is. Oh, Bet. I was going to say Bet Midler. No, it's No, not it's Bep, Bep, uh, Lynn, no. Lynch. Yeah, yeah, from Corrie. Coronation yeah. Street. Bet yeah. Lynch. Yeah. And then you just think, oh, where is the... Be kind and be... We're going back to nice, judgment but going, again, aren't we? We are <laughs> going back to judgment. But actually, picking up on... What was said is my role model. My mum is my yes. role model. So, when I was thinking about, you know, why aren't there enough mature models? Part of it, actually, what I was really saying is why aren't there enough yes. role models? Yeah, I agree. And with that. so, yeah, we can have, it's not as simple as putting mature faces in ads. We need role models. Mm-hmm. And role models who are almost represented for their achievement and their skill and not what they look like or how beautiful they are or worse, how young they look for their age. And we talk about this quite a lot, don't we? About, you know, read an article about, you know, a CEO female or... Hollywood actress winning an Oscar and they'll spend more time talking about what she looks yes. like and what she's wearing yeah. and w- what her shoes are like than actually the achievement, achievement and her skill in a way that you would never, ever do that with a man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if George Clooney wins... An Oscar. They talk
1: about his acting yes. ability and yeah. his skill, and, and how he's become a producer and a writer. Blah blah and blah. That, yeah, not
0: like oh, he looks so good, good for his age. Amazing. Suits him. Yeah. So I mean, just <laughs> dashing.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. So role models, it's more I bo- role think, models. and also um, our stories as well, um, because we always talk about like the invisible years, and it's not that uh, like. All of us feel invisible, but what what we say when we we feel invisible is actually because we don't we can't relate to a lot of the stories in the films or maybe in the dramas because everyone so what, not represented. Yeah, because you sort of have between about forty and sixty, should we say, but where you're the mum that's that's your role as an actress, you are mm. the mum or whatever they're not so common that you are the CEO. Um, and I know it's stereotypical, but I, I think we need our stories told more because if we yeah, started hearing more midlife stories, um, we'd feel represented and we would then feel seen and people would understand This is the current thing. I don't want to touch, go mad, mad, but like the whole menopause thing, we're starting to talk about it. It's starting to become, mm. not quite there, but a, a bit of a mainstream conversation. Yeah, it's not to be anymore. So how about we see that in the dramas, you know, And, and but a true representation. Let's Absolutely. not just have the woman who's having the hot flush and that's all we see. Let's have a true representation of what's happening and how it might be affecting, you know, the I women. I totally you agree know, with
0: that. Because I think then the... we'd be
1: watching it and going... Oh God, yeah, and your husband's watching. You go,
0: see, it's not just me. (laughs) I think the representation is really important. And to represent women today in the lives and the lifestyles that we have today, not some, you know, picture of before. Mm. Because I think it has changed. It's all blurred. It's completely different. And it's changed. So... Those stereotypes need to be re... I hate the word stereotype yeah. anyway because it's about individuality, but just reform so we've got a much better, realistic, represented image of women. And actually, my really good friend, Glynis
1: Barber, who's an actress, she was makes make Peace and Dempsey. Oh, my God. Can, can I just say this because of the timing? I have to say this. Please don't kill me, Mr. Isles. Right, can I just say this more... <laughs> I've got to say oh, it. what's coming You've now. To, this you is live TV. He literally brought it up on the very morning that my husband said, Can I just say the woman who I fancied the most in the whole of my life, is excluding me obviously, was Glynis Barber in oh. Dempsey and Megpays. I mean, he literally, I can't believe you he brought her name up on the very same day. And went, yeah, I get that. She's yeah. and she is. The most beautiful
0: woman. I also, I adore, I mean, I love that program, but she's so beautiful, full stop, period. But I've chatted to her and a couple of other friends who are in, you know, who are actors. And it's really interesting because it's the one area they really struggle when it comes to casting or auditions. Mm. And when you get an audition, they write you a script that you want you to perform. And she said it's always 10, 15, 20 years on, older. Or you're reading it and it's like, so I'm meant to be 58, 59 in this role. And they're like, you're frail (laughs) and your voice is going. And I just think, so then they're casting. I've got another friend who's an actress and she auditioned for a role as a 55-year-old, which was her age. Yeah. And it went to a 40 something. Yes. Yeah. Because they felt she looked too old for that part. Yeah. And you just, and actually, Glynis was saying that her husband's uh, in, a, in a role at the moment where he's playing a billionaire CEO. And we were laughing. I was like, well, let's just play the gender card here, right? So he's obviously the same sort of mm-hmm. age, but he's a CEO billionaire. Why couldn't it have been a mature, yeah, 60 year old woman? Yeah. Being the CEO and a billionaire. Oh, no, it doesn't fit no. with. It's all, so it's not just the age thing, the gender thing yeah. has
1: to change. Can I just say, we, we often talk about the ageist society relating to midlife women and we get advertised by 23-year-olds. I have to say that I have done adverts at, in my 40s that are aimed at the over 70s. So I've done the chairs that help you to stand up. <laughs> I've done um, incontinence, um, bed sheets. Um, I'm trying to think of all that. I have done things that as I've done it, I've gone, why am I doing this? Mm. Because there are such lovely 70 plus women models. I know quite a few of them. They're aspirational. They're gorgeous. But truly, they fit this age range. So here I am going, you know, don't advertise to me with a twenty-three year old if it's not appropriate. So a 70, and it goes the old. same. Yeah. I am I'm I am sure for the seventy or eight year olds, why do they want a 40 plus woman advertise in their adverts? Mm. Doesn't that grate on them? I'm, I'm absolutely I'm sure. It does. So I'm, let's just use. Wrote a blog post I on think this back in 2016. Hasn't changed much. Can we just use age-appropriate at all ages? Age-appropriate at all ages,
0: around appropriate products. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it doesn't mean, you know, as I said, you know, me being in my 50s doesn't mean you can't the have only an ad ads absolutely. I have to have 50-year-olds. I love it when there's you know, especially around fashion. Yeah, I love 20 year olds, 25 year olds, 30 year olds. And also fashion's much more blurred. I mean, we talk a lot, I talk a lot about Zara, love Mm. or hate them. I love Zara because they have made fashion, like fashion accessible across the ages and it doesn't matter whether you're 15 or 85, you can buy shop in Zara. Which means, so, you know, my my 22-year-old, Libby especially, is really into clothes. You know, she's at that age, she finished uni, she's got a first job. She loves clothes and she loves fashion and she's on Instagram and, and I do. So I guess a little bit, she is her mother's daughter. We spend hours together and then she buys this and I was like, oh, I love that. Can yes. I try it on? And then we either share it yeah. or I buy it. And it's great. So that's another, not taboo, but that's another... Part, not a part, I don't even know what the word is, but of middle age today that is different to my mother's yes. generation because yes. I would never, ever, 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 ever have worn anything that Your mom, my mother was yeah. wearing at all. Yeah. And it has changed. Music's the same music's much more blurred Mm -hmm. through the generations, this generational blurring film. I watch films and programmes with my girls that I enjoy and I think it's a positive. And I think part of that, I was thinking about what does middle age what does middle age look like today? I do think it is we're much we're much more independent. I think we're younger in terms of our attitudes, our outlook. Um, and I do. I was thinking, why? And then I was thinking about the fashion, the music, film. It brings you together because there's a yeah. commonality, isn't yeah. it? It draws you. There's a there's a common there's a commonality and there's a common point. Mm-hmm. So you're much more relevant. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: So why doesn't a company like Zara have more diverse advertising? They 100%. surely must. Is it because they don't want to be seen? Um, as a brand that caters for our age group. Is it they want to be seen as a young brand? Um, Because like Mango, I've noticed in the last year, I'm seeing some middle-aged women in their advertising. They're still model-like, they're still very aspirational, but I can tell they're older. They've got some in their 30s, they've got some in their 40s. So Mm. for a brand like Mango, who I think is similar-ish to Zara... They've started to do it, but Zara still hasn't. I've not yet seen one Zara model above mm. 30, I would say. Yeah, and it's 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 wrong though. It's it's wrong, isn't it? It is it's
0: wrong. Not, and it's a lot not of a representative of their customer. Mm. So, you know, maybe they go, We're a brand aimed at Gen Gen Z and millennials, let's yeah. just say. Or, you know. 18 to 30, whatever it is, that's our brand. That's who we're targeting. That's who we market to. If on the fringe of that, we get some 50-year-olds. Yeah, then that's fine. But that's not our core audience. But I think brands, and especially today, brands that do well are brands that have a very close bond or relationship or affinity with their customers. So I'm sure if they analysed all the data, yeah, they exactly. would see the representation of older, mature women buying into that
1: brand is broader. So they should reflect that. Well, ironically, my 16-year-old daughter doesn't really like that brand at all. You know, so I'm there going, should we go in Zara? Should we have a look at something like, in Zara? No. And she's like, no, I don't want to go there. And I'm thinking, ooh, me- I don't know. Maybe she'll change her mind. But maybe Zara's... Demographic might be aging, yeah, or you know, or maybe my daughter's just different and and doesn't like it. I thought that was quite interesting that they want to stay young, but actually it's the older one in my family that likes it,
0: yeah, for sure, yeah. so definitely libby's twenty two Maddie he's eighteen in between my fifteen year old is not interested, yeah at all in Zara, but she's her body shape, which is another, I mean, if we're talking uh, representation, her body shape yeah. is not good. Not good, actually. Her body I, shape, no, Zara do not cater for her body
1: shape. And I find that wrong as well. I was about to say, I know exactly what you're saying, because the one and only time that Grace tried to buy something from Zara, she bought a pair of jeans, bright green jeans, really in your face, really different, love them. And she got to hear. Yeah. And she's not a big girl. So you, you sort of go, mmm, if she can't even get them up, that's yeah. Yeah. Their and I don't I know
0: size lots of people talk about sensation. It's is, yeah. is
2: not is not
1: great. Anyway.
0: So Sean.
2: Um we've got lots of people actually agreeing with you totally. Paula says, any age you can wear, what you want and what makes you feel good, which I totally and utterly agree with. Of course we all do. Um Oh, daughters can be more conservative than their moms, her. <laughs> Which, yes, that Safi and Adina from oh, Absolutely oh, Fabulous. Fab. Yeah, when that was played out with her always oh. wearing La Croix, darling, and <laughs> Safi getting very upset. Um, Ellie says, Can't the marketing department see that we now borrow from our 20 year olds' wardrobes and they borrow from us? Absolutely. Wouldn't you
1: think that would make a great marketing campaign? I was thinking when, when we were talking about Zara and how we, any like, Grace may not shop in Zara, but there's certain things where I'm like, "Yeah, I I will try those on and have a go with those." And um, I think that would make a great marketing campaign—some kind of Zara through the generations. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And there's Are a couple of
0: um, there's a couple of TikTok um, Tiktokers or I don't know yeah. influencers, but there is a mother and daughter. Oh, okay. And I lo- I can't remember their names, but I love it because. You know, they do the mum in one outfit, daughter in the other, click their fingers and they swap. swap. And it's so brilliant because they both look brilliant and gorgeous in those outfits and maybe slightly styled differently. So um, and as I said, like Libby and I actually, Maddie, in fact, all of us do swap and share clothes. We dress them differently because if I'm going out, I like I like heels and wedges. so. They might wear trainers, whereas I might put some heels yes, on. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's just, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I do think it keeps us young younger in our attitudes. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely means we're more up on what's happening, you know,
1: yeah, relevant at one it's level. It's really easy to get a bit stuck. You know, and I don't think as as we keep saying, I don't think so much in our generation, but I remember in the 80s where um, people wore like bright blue eyeshadow or bright pink and maybe it matched their top. And 20 years later, they're still doing it because that was when they felt Mm. best about themselves or that was when they felt they were in the prime. And the same thing can happen with your fashion. Mm. you know, you get a bit stuck. So if you always wore a leopard skin miniskirt, then chances are you might still be wearing that leopard skin until Mm. someone says, I don't think so. Well, no stuff you because I still feel good in my leopard skin miniskirt. Um, so I think I love having young people around me that keep opening my eyes and keep, Oh, but look at this. And and like my daughter was one of the first to wear the big wide jeans again, the baggy jeans. And at first I was like, there is no way. Oh, no, not wearing those yeah. again. I've, I've, I've already done that one. I'm not yes. doing it again. And then, <laughs> then you end And up- then I was like, oh, God, I love baggy jeans. I Who know. wants those tight, restrictive skinny jeans? I think the difference, I completely
0: relate to that. And I think when I was younger... I was, you know, almost like an early adopter. Yes. It's like, what's in fashion? Oh, I want that. And I want yes. it now. Let's get it first, get it first, get it first. I was always scouring the fashion magazines and I wanted to be on trend. And I still love fashion. I love clothes and I love fashion. So now it is exactly oh, yeah. the same. Something comes out. You know, when flares came out again, I was like, oh, no. no I can't do and and it time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. No, no, not doing flares. I'm sticking with my skinnies or whatever. And then... You're around magazines and you just keep seeing it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get. So I'm not that early a doctor. It takes me longer. Yeah. But I do like every season. And I think this is how fashion and fashion retail has definitely changed. Every season, I do like to buy, and I'm really into sustainability yes. and classics and all the rest of
1: it. It's become bit, really important to me now. That,
0: really, so. really important. Mm. And I'm not a victim of fashion, like, well, I can wear it that season, I can't yes. wear it again. If I love it, I will wear it again and again and again. But every season, I do like to buy something that's of that season, Absolutely. of that trend, because it makes me feel yeah. It makes me feel good. Yeah, And having... And that's where it was different with my mum. So she still cared about what she wore. She, you know, was dying her hair into her 80s, still had a little bit of makeup, but her style was her style. Yeah. And never once she hit that 40 or 50 year old sort of classic, elegant, whatever it was. It was never fashion. Yeah. And then she sort of stayed with that. Whereas I think we now in our generation, I think we are much more fashion conscious. I think we're more stylish. I think we want to switch it up. We want to, Mm. um, which is interesting because it does mean we are relevant. Yeah. But at a time when the one word that comes across by so many women who I meet when they talk about being middle-aged or hitting their 40s or their 50s, what they talk about is invisible. So it's interesting. So we've got all of that available to us, but yet we feel invisible. But I think then that's driven by the value of age, the currency of age for women is a negative.
1: It's Mm. like a diminishing return. It's confidence. And it's like, I'd love to wear that bright red dress, but I I do think this invisibility thing sometimes is a bit, Um, it's like if I wear the bright red dress then people will look at me and I don't want people to look at me because I'm not feeling confident about myself. But actually, if you wore the bright red dress, you'd probably feel amazing and feel more confident. And then you wouldn't mind people. I do think it's it's sort of really hard because, you know, I've had my confidence go up and down in this last. Well, this year, 2021, in a way that's never happened before. And I sort of felt like I was losing a bit of self-esteem and losing confidence. And you would never really get that from watching me and talking and oh, oh, oh yeah, I've got so much confidence. <laughs> but on the inside, I've had times where I'm like, I don't know I, I don't if I can be a model anymore because, you know, I, I'm aging and, mm. and it's, oh God. So do you think honestly, the invisibility then is,
0: it's part self-imposed? Not
1: for everyone, not for everyone. But, I but think, do we do it subconsciously? Yes, it's I think like, there's a bit of both that other people make you feel invisible. You know, maybe when you were young, and I know this is a controversial issue, but someone wolf whistled or beeped the horn at you or whatever. Like it or not, maybe it made you feel good. <laughs> yeah, and as yeah, much as you want to be a feminist and go, don't beep at me, maybe, maybe you went, oh, yeah, it's because I'm looking good mm. today. You know, I feel good today. And no one's beeped at you for a while. And I'm not saying we should need that or be validated by being beeped at at all. I am a feminist. Um, but I think sometimes it's society that makes us feel invisible. And I do think sometimes it's ourselves.
0: Yeah, but that, I guess we're interpreting society's
1: mm. um thoughts beliefs s- yes whatever exactly and it may so, not be true but we've internalized yeah, it yeah
0: so the the invisibility is interesting because it is something I hear all all the time and um Sheryl Sandberg who's the CEO of Facebook mm. you listen to Brené Brown they all talk about lean in yes. lean in yes. and it's that idea so if you feel, and I don't whether it's chicken and egg, but you feel invisible is also aligned to not having confidence. Mm. So if you're not feeling confident, you're going to feel invisible and you're going to behave in that way. So yes. taking you're your actually red, going
1: to want to be a bit more invisible because yes, you don't exactly. have the confidence. So
0: the red dress is, if you had the confidence, let's say you felt a bit invisible, you know, I'm not really being noticed, I'm going to parties and not really being noticed or... I I want to be visible. I want to make a statement. I want to make an entrance. If you're confident, you go, you know what? I'm going to wear that red dress and I'm going to put my high heels on and I'm not going to hide in the corner. Hide in the corner. I'm going to strut in. I'm going to own that room. Yeah. You've got to be confident. Exactly. And guess what? If you did that, there's no way you're going to be invisible. Mm -hmm. So I think it's sort of, fu- it's understanding it, isn't it? It's that same
1: old thing that confidence breeds confidence, Absolutely. breeds confidence and lack of confidence breeds a lack of confidence and you've got the negative cycle.
0: And <laughs> we are battling. We are in an age, and I say this all the time, you know, we live in an age of society, but we are battling. We're on the back foot, aren't we? Because age doesn't have the value or the respect that it should have. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk a lot about beauty, we talk a lot about the beauty industry, but you know, beauty is reserved for the young. Um, so that's what we're up against. Yes. So we have to overcome that. So therefore we have to build ourselves, we've got to elevate ourselves, we've got to straighten that crown and we need to own it. But it's hard, it's, it's hard. hard at a
1: time when our hormones are against us, yeah. our skin like it or not, is not heading in the direction we want it to go, and maybe yeah. our hair's thinning and, you know, whatever. We are saying at a time more than ever in the whole of our life that our bodies are against us. Yeah. We're then, say, then saying, come on, be confident, be proud <laughs> of everything. So it is it is a constant battle. I am, I, am, I think the more conversations that we have like this, the more I go... Wow. You know, on one hand, I want to be this woman that's full of confidence and embraces all my wrinkles and owns who I am. And the other part of me goes, yeah, my body says it just wants to stay (laughs) in my elasticated waist and on the settee. And it doesn't want to go out. It wants to have a a nap. (laughs) So I think we just have to go with each day, don't we, really? On the superwoman days, totally embrace it. rock the red dress and and strut into that room. And on the other days, just cut yourself some slack. Be kind. And Yeah. I've kind. just noticed that the time, <gasps> the, the, the time, as usual, is disappearing. And we need to go back to shard we to find do. out what everyone's to saying was.
2: Um, Emma said, why would you stop being creative with what you wear as you age? Because it's a form of self-expression, which I really, really resonates with me. Mm. You are telling people who you are. Absolutely. What you were, Yeah. and and, it, and it's fun. It's fun. Going out sometimes, the best bit of going out sometimes it's the is the getting, getting ready. ready. You it's the
0: getting ready. Yeah, You're absolutely right. And it's right. such, I think it's, a, it's an important, the self-expression for me is, the, the word self is really important because it is about you, your true self, your authentic self, your sense of self and your sense of agency. Mm-hmm. And I think When you're younger, there's a lot of self-discovery and expression and you're more likely. But as we age, we lose that, don't we? So I think now it's even more important. And what I love, I do think there is a confidence that we don't care as much about what people think, what you see is what you get, this is who I am. So I certainly feel more true to myself in my my fashion and my styling choices and my expression. I dress for me. Yeah. And I've, I've got my style, which is me. It's different to yours, it's different to Shan's. And I like that. Yeah. And I almost want more women to embrace fashion and style. But I think to do that, you have to have this belief that you're important and, and you you're matter and you're, to, and you're worth it. And actually, going back to how we started, Kathy Jacobs, when she was interviewed, about, you know, being this 58 model and stuff. And she she was like, for her, and I love this phrase, she went, old is gold. That was it, statement. And she said, she's going to be, and I might actually steal it, because I'm like, oh, I quite like this, mm-hmm. aging with grace disgracefully. She said, I'm going to be my biggest, I'm going to be my baddest, and I'm going to be my boldest. Yeah. And
1: I went, here's to you. Yeah. I think because we always say that, your teens and your early 20s are the years for you to experiment, make mistakes, dye your hair different colors, get your piercings, you know, wear weird combinations of clothes. But why does that have to stop? And Absolutely. When we talked about fashion um in a previous episode um, I remember reading a blog, you know, what you should wear and and it very much said, you know, in your 20s, your teens, your tw- this is the time for you to experiment. And then it said, by the time you get to your 40s, your experimenting is done. You should oh. know your style and you should uh, dress more classically. And I was like, well, I actually don't think that. I did get a bit boring in my 30s when I had a young child because I I just, I don't know, I just lost it a bit. I was, but that's, I, that's because... Your focus
0: when you've got young children, yeah. like dressing, it's time, isn't yeah, it? it? Just you're busy, time. you're rushing, you want to be comfortable, you yeah. want you just don't it's have be time. <laughs> and you're exhausted. Yeah. You know, just that whole but it doesn't, but if you were going out, got a babysitter or whatever, yeah. and you were going out, you'd you go, well, I'm not going out in my
1: elasticated tracky bottoms. Yes. And you still But now more than ever. I'm up for experimenting. Mm, me That's too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And yes, I do know at my core, I know what my style is. In fact, if you remember, I had my style personality done. So I've even had it confirmed by a third person expert. Um, but at the same time, I know I need to experiment more with color. Yeah. I'm not brave with color. So when I go out shopping now, I actually look for different things. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am drawn to the neutrals. Yes, I am drawn to, you know, the things that show off my massive shoulders, but let's have a look and see what else is out there. Yeah, and just,
0: yeah, I agree. Like experiment, self-expression. Yeah. um, And you know what? Just push the boundaries a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to do it, do it. I say this all the time about my tattoo. You know, I've wanted a tattoo for years and years and years and years, and it took me to 51 to get a tattoo. And your midlife crisis. And my <laughs> midlife choices. My midlife choices. And it's almost like age is not going to hold me back. Yeah. If I have a dream or a desire or an ambition or, you know, I'm going to do it, exactly. and why not? Why
1: shouldn't now I? More now more than ever. Absolutely. Now more than ever. Is there anything else, Sean? Because I do believe it's almost time for us to wrap up for another week.
2: <laughs> well, one more. Lastly, Face says mainstream fashion brand should take a leaf from a prestige brand, Chanel, whose muse Vanessa Paradis now models with her daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, which is a lovely fashion moment, isn't it? Those two generations coming together both looking stunning
1: yeah absolutely stunning also also particularly for a prestige brand like that because at the end of the day if you are paying that money Mm. i love the thought that my daughter will also wear it and hopefully it will become such a wonderful item that even if she went on to have children it you know because fast fashion fast fashion has to stop I'm all for buying a a current trend absolutely I'm not saying there isn't a place for it there Mm. really is but as the mainstream general we can't we can't keep doing it we are going to exhaust the resources of the world so we've got I'm not saying we can all afford to buy Chanel or we should even all aspire to buy Chanel that's never going to happen to me but you know let's try Mm. and buy sensibly Sorry, we've got onto fashion and we're not even meant to be talking about fashion today. So, so we will wrap up yes with Cathy Jacobs
0: biggest, baddest, boldest. That's us. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you same
1: time, same place next week, next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to Ageing with Grace, mostly disgracefully, with me, Grace Fodor. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, leave a review or let us know what other topics you're interested in. See below for all our social media links and make sure to follow us to stay updated. And if you'd like to be part of our live conversation next time, if you want to hear more, check out our other episodes and I'll see you very soon.